Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This week we're brought to you by Amazon.com. Go to our website, gtfopodcast.com, and on the top left there, there's a Amazon banner. Click on it, I'll send you to Amazon, and there you can shop as you usually do. Go shopping. And for every dollar you spent, Amazon gives us a little something back. And it helps the podcast stay afloat, so thanks. And we're also brought to you by Geek Street 101 um, by Comic Tom, and they have their mystery mail call for $24.99 you can get a graphic novel which is at least worth $19.99 or so or more and then comic books on top of that and you can sign up for a month and every month you get what's worth way way more than $24.99 it's a great service and um, it's just a great way to go if you want to get some cool comics and graphic novels it's just the way to go and um that helps the podcast as well it's our good friend comic tom you can check him out and um instagram and whatnot so check him out and uh without further ado here's uh episode 44 of the podcast got your happy ending feel the excitement build show down in a ghost town Dude, some shit I want to talk to you about, man. I haven't like what? I haven't talked to you in forever, it seems. Oh yeah, 2 weeks. Yeah, Three. I um I've been living on fucking Netflix. Dude, I was so sick. Um, what if I told oh, yeah, you? Yeah, you were like dying. Yeah, that like right after our podcast. Right. Um I was half dead. For about a week, like solid, like I, right after our podcast, I, I was, I was just, by the end of the podcast, I was like not feeling well. By that yeah. night, I felt like total dog shit. By the next day, I thought I was gonna die. You and, shit the bed. Yeah, and dude, so like a day and a half, of, uh, you know, by the end of that second day, I'm like, well, that's how it usually goes. I'll usually be sick for a couple of days and then you know get back to it. Right. It's freaking end of the second day I'm like man I just I still feel horrible what the fuck's going on third day still feel like dog crap fourth day I'm like okay what's happening here and dude freaking a solid week it took for me to start feeling kind of normal and it's still to this day what is that two weeks still to this day I have shit on my on my chest what yeah it was dude it was something bad it was was definitely not good yeah well Mm -hmm. Swine flu, fucking yeah. bird flu, dude. You're dying. Yeah, probably. Fucking Captain Trips. Oh shit. Uh huh. I am. Um, speaking of Captain Trips, man, I heard that um, Netflix. I think it's gonna pick up the stand, and they're gonna make it. Oh really? A mini series. Yeah. Talk about time. Ah, oh, dude, and that is such a great story. It's one of the first. Um, like I told you before, I I started the like reading for pleasure fairly late in life right and um the stand was one of the first ones that i actually set and i was in it i like i lost myself in this book i was there and it completely it like fucking blew my mind man there's a there's a have you have you read the book or, or the no. comic books or no, dude? I've seen but, the series. You watched the series, though. Okay, yeah. so by the way, it's it's dorky. It's not the best. 
Look when, when was it made? Fucking late 90, 80s, early 90s? 94. It was 93, okay, 94. Mid-90s? Yeah, I mean, just look at it for what it is at that point. But, dude, I... They they nailed it. Everything in it. <clears throat> Still to this day, I can't listen to Don't Fear the Reaper without <laughs> seeing that beginning of that, that series. It was that powerful. And, again, I had... The experience I had with the stand, it just completely just fucking sucked me. And I've read it three times since, I think, three or four. Um, I'll just listen to it because it's like um, almost like a like a blanket. You know, it's just like something that that you just love and I can hear in the background if I'm working outside or whatever. I just love it. And um, but so I had loved that story so well. And. And then see it, and from the beginning, they just nailed it, dude. They fucking nailed it. And there's a scene where Stu Redman, who is uh, Gary Sinise's character, okay, he's strapped in that hospital, yeah, and he he's trying to escape it at the end. The guy's about to kill him, blah blah blah. He escapes, and that whole thing from the moment he leaves his room to the moment he opens the door. And he's out of the hospital, and there's nothing because everyone's dead. Right. The Stephen King has the ability to put you there. You're you feel the emptiness of the world. You feel the 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 just that feeling of being this probably the only one in this town left alive, and everybody's dead. Dude, I was there, and. It was, it's like fucking just blew my mind. I'm like, holy shit, dude, this is fucking amazing. So when I watched the series, it's just, dude, I was, again, if you go watch it now, it's not that good. But no. granted, with what they had, dude, they paid more respect. And to this day, I, don't, I think that's probably one of the best interpretations of Stephen King work that I've ever seen. And Brian Christine? Ah, fuck Christine, dude. What? Uh, that sucked. Uh, better than Sleepwalkers? Even the Langoliers, <laughs> by the way. The Langoliers are oh a my God. pile of shit, dude. Mm. That show is a shit show. <laughs> Sleepwalkers <laughs> was worse. You know why? Because he wrote it as a fucking script. <laughs> he can't write a script to save his fucking life. It's like, hey, King, go ahead and just write the novel and let someone else fucking make it into a screenplay. Because yeah. your screenplays suck dick. Yeah. The, the other thing he can't do is read his own books. No. Um, Again, I'm a huge uh, audiobook fan, and I have my favorite uh, narrators. And uh, shout out uh, to Audible. Jesus, dude, Audible! If you look, I have like five different accounts. I guess that's probably not something I should be. Well, I <laughs> paying for them. If you're dude, paying for them, you got this, five different accounts. Is, they should be sponsoring this fucking show. Seriously, they've uh, they've gotten more money out of me than anybody. I bet you anybody in in the United States. I. I was ordering stuff from Audible when they used to send you a, how do you call it, a iPad shuffle, the little tiny ones, I don't know uh-huh. if you remember, that just yeah. had the button in the middle or whatever. The go and the pause and play. And, yeah, and dude, that's, that's how long ago it was. You can't, people don't even remember that they used to send you that shit. You used to clip on your collar or whatever if you Well, wanted. it wasn't even clip on. It you didn't was, have the clip on? <laughs> no, it was the... It was the first generation shuffle. It was just a little, basically a flash drive that has right. a button. It's a rectangle. Dude, fucking long time ago. The second I heard about Audible, I'm like, this is it. Because I've been I've been listening to uh, uh, audiobooks 
for the longest time and they are fucking expensive especially yeah. back then now they're a little more reasonable but they're back like then dude they were like forty dollars sixty dollars oh, yeah. for an audiobook and then you have to get it on tape so it's basically a you know five pound box with right. freaking 35 tapes which is why you paid sixty dollars but i used to get those and um i was very particular about the you know once you that's all you do you get very particular about the people that read them and Stephen King would read some, and they suck so much. Um, Puts you to sleep. Oh my! Well, no, he's just has an annoying voice. I'm so I feel so bad because I've he is my favorite author. There's nice. just, to me there's and people think of him as a hack, and maybe he is. But why would you say? He, why would people say he's a hack? I mean, dude, I don't. I don't, I mean, I don't even need, people I, say that. I'm like, how? I exactly. I, it's just a thing. I don't know. And then here's a digression about something else uh, related to this um, have you ever listened have you ever well you probably did Green Mile the Green Mile with no, Tom the Hanks movie. the movie right yeah, so that was movie. that was a uh, serialized book that he put out very very cool so it was like oh, almost shit. you ever you remember the Goosebump uh, books yeah. that kids have that they're yeah. like little tiny paperbacks mm-hmm. so they came out every month Right. That he would put out one of those books, oh, and there shit. was like nine of them, and he makes this whole this whole book, and it's a green mile. And uh, back in ninety eight, ninety nine, I was I must have been ninety nine. I was already in the West Coast. I was listening to the Green Mile with my wife in the car, and it's the end of the book, dude. My wife and I are literally weeping in the car listening to this it's so fucking if you watch the movie you know that it is right and and the book the way he puts it it is again it's like here's the movie which is fucking unbelievable and here's you know here's the the audio anyway and it's read by frank muller um and i'll come back to that in a sec so we do that we finish the book we're actually we got to we, we were going to a, to this dinner with some friends and we're standing, we're sitting at a parking spot right in front of the, the, the restaurant. And we we sat there for like five, ten minutes so that we can finish this, right? And we're fucking, you know, crying. And, you know, we look like shit. Going to dinner and now we have to go to dinner. <laughs> and we're like, my wife and I are like, oh, my God, this was, oh, this is so amazing. And we sit down and we tell them, it's like, yeah, we were just listening to this um, Stephen King, Stephen King book. And this my friend's girlfriend goes, it's like, yeah, he's such a fucking hack. I just, I can't stand Stephen King. And we're like, you see, we're clearly moved. And we just said, oh my God, we were just right. listening to this. So basically she says, you're fucking morons. And I don't, I don't care for anything that comes out of your mouth at this point. Cause so did I don't, she back I up the fact that she said he was a hack? Did she back it up with any like points no, or we anything were, like that? Just, we ah, were, he's a hack. Yeah, we were flabbergasted. <laughs> Who says that? You go to somebody, you're going to go meet somebody. By the way, we just met this person. So, of course, I'm going to shit in whatever point you have because we just met. Why wouldn't you do that? It's so rude. So, my wife and I are like, okay, you're a fucking bitch. So, whatever. Anyway, um, that's how some people, there's people, I guess, um, that are supposed to be more, I don't know, refined in their reading and they find what he does because he's so prolific. They think they think of him as a hack. I don't. I don't see it. 
I can but see maybe because he uses tropes or something, or overuses certain things or something like that. But it it sounds like she was just saying it because she heard someone say it. If you don't have any information to be. back it up, then yeah. fuck off. Yeah, she. Well, I didn't want to get into it. I would have freaking gotten into a fight with this lady. Um, but it's just like I said. It's just some people have that impression of him, and I disagree. Granted, there are books that are just dog shit. I read. Tommy Knockers, uh, and they made it into a movie. Yeah, I read that book, and I, I've this has never happened to me with a book. I read the book and threw the book across the room when I finished it. I was so mad. Fuck this! I'm like, what the fuck did you just? I just wasted the last week of my life reading this. Just, thing. It's basically like he just shit out a book. Ah, oh, fuck it. Put this. No, one yeah, it's like the last. And he realized, oh my god, I gotta finish this. Deadlines. I oh. don't know, and just tag down whatever I don't even remember it was just like just a stupid stupid ending however all his other stuff that's good it's really fucking good especially the dark tower right before we started talking that's what I'm listening to for the f- fifth time and I'm in my there's seven and a half books oh, and everything he's most of the things that he's ever written are connected to the dark tower there's there's uh, like little scenes that are that bring it back. Um, and so, what did you think of the mist? The mist was good, and and Stephen King will tell you. I think we talked about this before. Um, he wish he wishes he had thought of that ending. Uh, no, because the there's movie. two there's two versions of it. There's right. two mist movies. I'm talking. The, I just watched. Was it? Oh, but there's there's a show. The Thomas Jane movie. That's the movie. And then yeah. there's the show. Yeah. So The show I didn't like. I, no, I, I watched, watched a, f- a couple episodes and was like, I'm done. I'm out. Fuck it. Yeah, they did it like a, a CW version of The Mist. Right. And I'm like, not interested. OC Thomas and Jane. One Tree Hill in the, in the fog. Exactly. It's that, 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 that movie was mm-hmm. fucking awesome awesome and so was oh, so is a, is a short story and the way they ended the like I said the the way they ended the movie impressed even Stephen King he's like I how wish they end I, it in the book um, I can't even remember I think they get saved and nothing happens oh, okay. but that that scene is just fucking brutal and oh, yeah. it's beautiful it's, and the weird thing if you watched that movie and you hadn't read the book or know anything, you would go, of course, Stephen King would finish a book that way. Right. That's a Stephen King ending. And that's why Stephen King will tell you that's a Stephen King ending. And well, it's uh, just like like anything I watch a movie and they kill off a main character and I go, that's a Tarantino move. Yep. You'll kill off anybody? Jar Martin. Jar Martin, yeah. You'll fucking kill anybody. I just introduced this character. Everybody loves him and he's dead. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, That's I what s- I like about Tarantino's writing though. He's not afraid. Any character can die. It depends how the story's going to go. Yeah. No one's going to be saved. Not, not everyone gets the happy ending. I mean, I, I like that kind of shit. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. It keeps it. It keeps you guessing for sure. Yeah, and that's um, that's a cool thing. But I had mentioned um, King as a narrator. But um, there's this guy. His name is Frank Muller, and I can't mm-hmm. remember if we've talked about this already. But um, doesn't sound familiar. So, so he read most of the Dark Tower. Excuse me. Wow, that was gross. Uh, how it uh, taste? Uh, a little bit like almost, coffee. I can almost smell it over mm. here. Oh. Mm. <laughs> that was thick, uh, thick and heavy. I I walked. I tried to walk away. You still heard it. 
I know I could just smell oh, it right okay. now, dude. So this guy read he's read he read the the um the Green Mile. He read a bunch of other things that uh Stephen King has written and he read The Dark Tower. And he is to me there's no one better than Frank Muller as a narrator. And um, now, do you say that for Stephen King books or a narrator in general? Narrator in general. I've I've read I've heard him do other like uh, I don't want to say James Patterson or some some detective uh, book or something something else doesn't matter okay. some other books. But he's just really fucking good. He has a way of narrating that brings you in you can tell who is speaking at all times just right. by the way he does it he doesn't overdo it maybe sometimes he'll overdo it but it's dude he's he's my top there's no one better so when it, i mean the thing out. is when you got you have audible you're a connoisseur i will tell you that more than more so than i am are there certain narrators that get certain authors and I don't mean get as in get to do their work, but get them what they're trying to say by reading it. And then they interpret it the way they narrate it, that the way the narrator, the narrator reads it and the way it's written merge together perfectly, where it's kind of like the perfect storm. Exactly. Almost. That's what happened with Stephen King. Okay. And, and th- so that's what I was getting at. He read most of the Dark Tower books and... I got so I was I've been following these since it started. Not since it started because uh, the the Gunslinger is really old. It's a very old book, and he didn't write anything for that story. Almost I would say ten, twelve years later when he did okay. uh, Drawing of the Three. Anyway, I was listening to these and reading them as they were coming out. So the Wizarding Glass came out, and then also oh, it was Wolves of the Kala. It's called so. I'm not listening to this because I actually bought the book. And okay. I buy the book, uh, Wolves of the Kala. And dude, it's dedicated to Frank Muller. It's like, oh, shit. Uh, this book is dedicated to Frank Muller because he knows what the voices in my head sound like. That's so how. he gets Stephen King. Oh, dude, absolutely. So I read that book and I'm psyched because I know that. I'm like, fuck it. I'm so excited that Stephen King gets it, right? And... um I read the whole book. Finally, dude, I have never done this in my life. I've never done it before then, and I've never done it since. I had like 50 pages left on the walls of the Kala, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a bath and fucking, you know, sit in my bath and fucking finish this book. This is a giant book, man. You can kill somebody with it. I read the book, <laughs> and I finish it. I'm like, man, that was awesome. Then I read the for, uh, the, the author's book, whatever forward or whatever it's called after the book that blog yeah and he's he says well this is why i dedicated it to frank muller um he had a catastrophic motorcycle accident and he's now a quadriplegic and he's never gonna read again and it was a, a great loss and blah 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 dude i've never cried so hard for somebody i don't know never met Dude, I've never met him, but I, his voice, it's in my head. Why would he I, never read again, though? Dude, he fuck, he can't fucking talk or walk or nothing. Well, he just because you're a quadriplegic doesn't mean you can't walk. Or, I mean, doesn't yeah, it means you can't okay. walk, but it doesn't Ten. mean you can't talk. Trust me. Dude is fucked up, and he can't talk. And he's died since. 
Okay, so, no, we really can't talk. No, he, he was, dude, he was messed up. He was like, oh. he could barely move or whatever. And he lived for a few years and he, and he How long passed, ago was this? He passed away. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I it, I believe he died about I would say about five years ago, five six years ago. Actually, and and he was he was gone, and he was they knew he wasn't gonna be narrating ever again. It right. was that bad, and he died, dude. And it fucked me up. It was so. Again, it this is there's nobody I love more, in doing what they do, and he was just fucking. He was Jeter. A fucking uh, of narrating. He was right. the best. He was Mike Tyson. He was fucking. He was just the best. He was the voice of Stephen King. Yeah, dude. And and he nailed it because he says like it, he knows what the voices in my head sound like. That well, quote, just like just when fucking, someone says the Joker. Yeah, you dude, instantly think of what Heath Ledger, man. It was fucking. No, I instantly hear Mark Hamill in my head. Uh yeah, or Matt Hamill. Well, that's cool, I, though. Yeah. Yeah. Visually, I see Heath Ledger. If someone but says the voice is, yeah, the Mark, voice Hamill, is Mark Hamill. Yeah, you're right. And Kevin Conroy is Batman. Yeah. And depends whoever fuck they got to play it next in the movies. It's <laughs> it's wild. It's a it's a cool thing. We have a friend that does a voiceover, and oh, it's really? weird because yeah, um, she she was here at a uh, at a convention that we had a concert at, and they were the guest of honor, uh, Urban Tapestry from Toronto, and. Uh, Jody, she does that uh, quick voiceover. Shout out there, yeah. Uh, and shout them out. Hey, Urban Tapestry, you go. You guys freaking rule. They were good friends. I um, that's how I met Alisa. Was to visit. I was up in Toronto to visit them, and I met my wife. Ah, okay. Uh, and we fell in love in Urban Tap's living oh, room. Did you? And then you just kind of like forcibly made her love you, or how'd that work? We fell in love. We met. We went to this uh, uh, Filk Ontario in Ontario and Toronto, and um, I saw her. She was on stage singing the first time I ever saw her, and we started talking. It was just my friend Rand and I that came up to the con, and dude, we hit it off fucking immediately, and we stayed up all night just talking. And I'm like, I couldn't get enough of her, and that was you know we had the one night, and it was nothing. There was nothing like sexual or nothing. We just hit it off. It was just a right. really cool person. Just fucking loved hanging out with her. It was great. And then, think she regrets that move now? What's that? You think she regrets that move now? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. It, it, it all worked out perfectly, man. And so this was January or February. And then we had... Every time we would do a convention, there's like a group of people that would always kind of just end up playing together. And, right, and it right. was Urban Tapestry, our friend Mark Ogier, who I think you've met. He, We had a band, uh, the New Bunk Foss, uh, a few years ago with Tommy. Um, Scott Snyder, Amanda, um, Urban Tap, Ookla, and I think maybe some other people, I can't remember. Um, oh, and Paul, and Paul Quinn. Mr. Quinn. Yeah. By the way, please don't let me... Don't let me forget about Paul. Bring me back to Paul. Um, And uh, so we did. We said, why don't we just make our own fucking convention? And we call it FellowCon. And we'll just, it'll just basically just get together our friends. So we did. We went to, 
we had, we had actually had one in in um, New York, but then we had a second one in Toronto, and this was '08, November of '08, so right before uh, Halloween, and Paul and the chicks from his band, Alisa and Tanya, were gonna be at the at this fellow con, and I'm like, dude, I get to see that chick Alisa again, and um, I was so psyched, dude. I'm like, this is it, man. I'm gonna. I'm going to have to put my moves on her, man. So we get there. And now, someday, if you get to talk to her, she has a different version of this story. So it's probably the right version then. I'm sure, but in my head, this is way <laughs> you're better. Telling the, you're telling this story, so fuck off. This is, yeah, yeah, exactly. She ain't here. Um, so I'm at our friend Debbie's house hanging out, and they somebody went to get them at the at the airport. So they get there... They being Paul and Tanya and Beckett and Alisa get to this apartment. And I'm like, oh, dude, there she is. She's so fucking hot. Oh, my God. And I'm like, there she is. There she is. And she goes and she goes, hey, uh, hey, Rand, how you doing? Gives him a hug. Hey, Adam, uh, hug. Debbie, blah. Walks right by me, completely ignores me and goes and says hi to everyone and fucking doesn't even look at me. And I'm like, what the fuck? You should have known something this? was up right there, dude. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't even know. And I'm like, now I'm fucking pissed. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Were you pissed or were you sad and kind of crying on the inside? All of it. All of it. Okay. I was okay. crushed. Be honest. I was crushed. No one's listening. It's just you and me. Yeah. I, I cried a little bit. I cried. Still to this day. <laughs> cry a little bit every time you think about it. Every time I fall asleep, I think about it. Uh, and cry and then fall asleep. So... And then we go, um, so we were like downtown Toronto, and then we go to the actual house that we were going to hang out at, and we're there all weekend. Things went on, and we started talking, and dude. Oh, so she remembered you at this point? No, she, she, dude, she remembered (laughs) me. There's a reason why she fucking ignored me. Because she was um, thinking you were trying to get honored, so she oh, did, she knew. So Dude. you could get married and get your green card. And I'll, I'll tell you once. Because you talked funny. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> so we hit it off, man. And I come to find out halfway through this fellow con that, and halfway through when I find out, I had already realized that I'm in love with this chick. I am completely just over. I'm just fucking in love with this chick. Right. And I am ninety percent sure she's in love with me, and I'm like, or does she? That she digs. Yeah, no, it's dude. That ten percent is very. It's lower than you think. So I am thinking of this, and then I realized that they're having a wedding shower for her at this, at this, at this fellow con, and that's one of the things that we're gonna be doing there is to. I mean, I mean a, a wedding shower because she's she just got engaged and and all this stuff and I'm like, well, wow, sucks you know to what? Be you. That that never stopped <laughs> me, buddy. That never stopped me. You dirty. Fucker. And I'm like, so dude, but we were like this, man. We were inseparable, dude, through that whole thing. So much so, I was, I was ready to freaking run away and freaking go with her wherever she wanted to go i'm like this is i love this woman so much or or at least i'm so fucking attracted to her she had your balls 
Absolutely. Still to this day. Still she, does in her first. She gra- yeah, she grabbed them then and has not let go not since. Let go. Death grip. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> and I remember, um, dude, we were we were just so into each other and we're I'm like, oh my God, this is just so crazy. And I knew by the end of the weekend, I knew 99.9, you know, 0.999%. This woman is so into me. And I'm into her, and I want to. But she's fucking getting married, and um, <laughs> she's so into you. I know, but I knew but she's engaged to some other guy. Yeah, so I know. <laughs> and we talked about it, and and so I, I I remember asking her about that thing, and her answer was not the answer somebody would give about. Uh, he's okay. Yeah, exactly. It's like ah, uh, you know, yeah, what are you gonna do? Had nothing better I to think, do. Yeah, I. I like he's presents. All, he's all right. <laughs> he he doesn't. You know, I don't know. Whatever. It it was just very wishy washy. So I'm like, geez, so not. Uh, so I remember that to this day. And there's a picture actually. Somebody took a picture of us as she's leaving. She's uh, in a van, and they're leaving to go take her to the airport. And the whole time I'm sit, I'm standing there watching this van, and I'm like, I'm gonna fucking run stop this van and fucking yank her out of that van. And I'm like, but she's about to get married. So I, I don't know. Now, fast forward to now I'm seeing her and she's <laughs> she's thinking, looking at me from the van. She's going, I swear to Christ, I'm going to stop this van. I'm going to fucking <laughs> run out and go grab him. And this is it. I don't. And dude, we both went. We both went home and she freaking went called off the wedding over there and I went and broke up with my girlfriend at home and she the cool thing that probably was what got us together was that Puzzle Box the band that I eventually ended up joining um, was in the middle of recording uh, uh, a CD and they wanted some drums so they asked me th- uh, during that weekend if, if I would lay down some drum tracks I'm right. like, of course so uh my beautiful awesome bride she's like you know what i'll bring all the files and we'll go to the studio so i'll fly to buffalo and hang out there for a while and get those drums recorded so that i know that you know it's done well, where, where was she living at at that point it's Cal- san jose california oh, okay well that's so, a bit of a fucking trip dude she san jose freaked, to fucking buffalo dude and god that's me and him, dude, fucking like this, because the second she landed, there was a fucking snowstorm like you wouldn't believe, and she barely made it to my house, and we were supposed to, so she's supposed to stay at Rand's. She, I think Rand couldn't make it to the airport to pick her up, so she ended up having to rent a car, and she said, well, the plan was she was going to, she rented a car, she was going to go to my house, pick me up, and then go to Rance where she was going to stay. Right. She made it to my house. Then a white out. Three days later, so we Jesus made it out. Of, we made it out of our I'm house. Snowdrop. <coughs> Dude, fucking feet. Fuck. Feet of snow. Um, but I'm like, uh, you know, you can you can stay here if you want. She's like, okay. <laughs> and she stayed at my house, dude. And she was there for a week and then I'm like dude I almost cried when she was going about to leave I'm like please 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 stay longer and she's like okay so she and she ended up staying like I don't know 
two weeks or something. And dude, we were dude. I'm like, I was I was done, man. I'm, I asked her to marry me. Um, so she got there at Buffalo. I don't even know what the fuck a Thursday or something. And I think a Saturday we went out to have coffee. And um, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know, we're talking, and I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm so in love with you, and marry me. And she's like, no. She's like, I'm not gonna marry you. And I'm like, okay, then I want to get. I'm gonna get your name tattooed on me. And she's like, that's dumb. what? No, you're not gonna get tattooed my name. So she goes, you know what? I tell you what, if we ever get married and if we're together for 10 years then you may tattoo my name on you on your on your body and, and dude dude i have a tattooed on oh. my fucking on I my you're arm. Lift your shirt, shirt up and say you got it across your belly no says, i have it i can't do it because i have a under <laughs> like thug no, life but dude i have i have a, a klingon insignia on my right bicep and I got her name written in Klingon. Dude, she cried. I took a picture of it and I sent it to her. I'm like, here you go, honey. It's, it was, at that point, we were married, I think, 12 years. So I already knew I can, I I did, I right. knew, dude, I fucking knew that this is the woman that I was going to marry. It was, dude, I've been so screwed up for most of my life and I knew that this is, she was the that person that I was born to be with. I just fucking right. knew. I she didn't know. I had to convince her and now she realizes that's the case. <laughs> but I fucking knew, dude. It was I've never seen anything more clear. And I'm like, I have nothing here. Uh, we were uh, long distance dating for the longest time, which is insane. She would have to pay it was like three, four hundred dollar a month phone phone bill. What the Fuck. Yeah, remember the, the, back yeah. then there was no unlimited calling or any right. of that shit. It was long distance. Yeah, well, and, dude, long distance or is it after nine p.m. free free uh-huh. minutes or whatever? Dude, I would I would I'm like six thirty in the morning going to work. I fucking call her, dude. Fucking three thirty in the morning in California. No shit. But she insisted that I fucking call her. So I said, I mean, it was it was messed up. So she'd be half asleep. It's like, hi, right, baby. Like, honey, good morning. I'm about to go to work. Dude, it was so fucking sweet. Ah, uh, and we did that for the longest time. And every every month or every few weeks, she would fly to to Buffalo and she would stay with me. And I was fucking dude. I I was sleeping. <laughs> I had way back when I bought a pretty kick ass waterbed, and it wasn't it it wasn't <laughs> waterbed. I know. I remember those, <laughs> but it wasn't like the really bad ones. It was like one of the nice ones that does the waveless or whatever. Yeah, they're really nice. But at that point, when I met her and I was going out with her, it was pretty. I had busted the the mattress, so dude, it was. It's basically a box, right? It's like a sandbox, right? And I just filled that with fucking blankets. It was all just fucking. I was. I had a bed of blankets. That's what I slept on. And I took. I thought it was fucking whatever. Now looking back. I can't yeah, believe fuck. she didn't fucking just run she just, away. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck and, off, dude. Dude, she has never, at that point, she had never drank liquor ever. She had never smoked or did anything. And here I am, a fucking druggie. And 
you know, had sleeping fucking, in a fucking almost, sandbox. Yeah. And I'm like, to this day, I'm like, I don't even, why didn't she just fucking run away? I mean, I don't even know what she saw in me, but she saw somehow she saw whatever good is in me that I still to this day don't see, but she sees it. And neither do we. It was awesome. Yeah, I know. She you sees it. She's got those glasses. Right. Yeah, she, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Maybe she should share this with the rest of us. Yeah, no shit, <laughs> right? She should make a podcast about what the fuck is good about Rico. <laughs> I like when people go, you know, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, that's let's go with what's right. It's a lot shorter list. Yeah, okay. exactly. All right. The what's wrong? We're gonna be a fucking minute. All right. You better pack a lunch. <laughs> back to back to the Stephen King shit. Yeah. yeah sorry. If they go to uh, go to Netflix with the stand, they're gonna do it. That's the best way to go. You gonna think they're gonna bring in McConaughey to play the Man in Black? So yeah, they take other shapes and forms and look like someone else, but still be the same character. Uh, but the thing is, then then they will have to bring if they do. I guess they could and they should. I yeah. think. I think Dark Tower should be a series on fucking Netflix, dude. And I heard, I thought I heard that they were still thinking about doing it. I thought it was it was brilliant that idea of them doing movies and then in between. Because the cool thing about the Dark Tower is there are. Three books. Uh, there's the Gunslinger, Joint of the Three, and the Wastelands. And then the fourth one is Wizarding Glass. Right. And it's all, and it's huge. It's fucking huge. And it's all prequel. He is a, I believe he's 16. Uh, Who is? Uh, Roland, sorry. Okay. Roland is the protagonist of the, of, the, of the books. Idris Alba in the movie. Right. Um, and he's, he's a kid, and. Dude, the the scenes, and this is this is in the Gunslinger in the very first book, I believe. So it's it's pretty early on how he becomes a Gunslinger is so badass, dude. So badass. Didn't they tap into a little bit of that? Can yeah, they they, they, that they the show they show they have this guy Court um, who is this big, gray, fat master, right? And he teaches. He's the teacher for all these kids, and they have to go through him if they're going to become gunslingers. They okay. go through a test. Dude, if you fail the test, you're sent west. You're gone. Nobody will ever see you again if you take the test. If you pass, then you become a gunslinger, which means you're basically like a white knight. You're you're above everything else, dude. You're, you're the defender the of... Yeah, you're the defender of everything that is good. Right. But you have to be the best. So, um, so something happens um, because what we don't know is that Matthew McConaughey and the guys of somebody else is Martin, and he's the um, he's they call him the Man in Black. Uh, no, it's the the Man in Black. Yeah, because that's how the the book starts. Is like the Man in Black fled across the desert. Right. And the gunslinger followed. Right. It's like the best fucking start to a book ever. And uh, anyway, so he's called Martin at the time. And he's fucking uh, Roland's mom. And he's, and Roland's dad is like, he's like the head of all the gunslinger. And not only that, he is descendant of, of L, 
like the like uh, Arthur and the Brom right. table and that shit. That's that's how fucking that's his pedigree. He they're just the best, right? Right. And Roland sees that this is happening, and he's and uh, Martin is like fucking with him and like calls him to a room. And he sees that his mom is half naked and she's full of hickeys and shit. And he's fucking with him, try to poke him. And so Roland says, fuck it. I'm going to go through and take my test now. And he's like 13 at the time, 13 or 14. I'm going to take the test. And he calls his a court, his, his, uh, his master and tells him, fucking, we're doing it right now. This shit's going down right now. And, um, and he takes a test. And the cool thing about it is, through the first of the book, he walks around with this hawk. And, um, God, shit, I wish I could remember the. I wasn't thinking about it, so I didn't look it up again. Ah, shit, I wish I could remember. But anyway, he's, he's got this hawk. And he is. He's supposed to pick a weapon. And so he starts fighting, and uh, he chooses the hawk as his weapon. Fuck yeah. Dude. And it is so badass. And this dude, when it's all said and done, he wins. I'm not going to... By the way, all spoilers. Anybody hasn't read this, fucking... It's your own fault. Yeah. This is all spoiler... Spoiler. It's been out for a minute. You should, you should be going to yeah, read this is a 30-year-old book. Settle down. Right. So, um, he fucking... He, he, he calls his... I think Matthew... Nah, it wasn't Matthew. Matthew is Sandman's uh, crow. Um the the crow like flies in the air and it fucking shoots right into Kurt's face pokes out his eye and he does that freaking rank goes in fucking almost kills him and at the end he said he wins and this Kurt is like fucking half dead on the floor after uh, Roland gets done with him he is the youngest person to ever go through that test and become a gunslinger and he's like how long have you been training him? Uh, the Hawk is like, I never trained him. I friended him. And fucking the Hawk, he did not have to tell him what the fuck to do. Because right. the Hawk was like this with Roland. Dude, I fucking cried when I went, because you, you know, in a book, it shows you what the dynamics are of, of different characters, whatever. And he's just, and, and the Hawk died, I think, in the, in the fight. So anyway, it's cool. So he becomes a gunslinger and he fucking calls out Martin and Martin has freaking taken off at that point. But he got his, you know, he got his fucking guns. And that's how it starts, dude, with this this kit. So all of that, excuse me, that's on the fourth book. And all the story past that, how he got into the road to the Dark Tower, um, uh, goes into it at that point. So they could do if they were to do a series, which I thought would be brilliant, they could do the series, uh, Netflix series, with him as a young person, right. and the movies as him as a as a older person, as an adult. Uh, but the thing is, they did this whole fucking weird thing that they changed it. They changed uh, the way. Everything's laid out, especially, which is, I, we talked about this before, and I'll say it again, dude, it is not racist to say it's kind of weird that they made him black, not because of anything other than it changes the actual storyline. 
His right. race is part of the storyline. There's granted is not a huge part of the storyline, but there's other characters that are coming. One of the main characters is a black woman that hates Roland because he's a, a hunky mofo, and and that's going to be a white girl that hates black men. But you can't do. Of course, they're not going to do that. No. That's fucking racist. But it's not racist. It's fucking pisses me off. And people go, anybody that listen to this and starts getting pissed off, just listen to me real quick. I would be just as disappointed if they would make Roland fucking Puerto Rican. Guess what? what? I would be annoyed as shit. Hey, fucking Roland. He's like, hey, maricón. Whatever. I was. It's weird because actually there's Spanish, especially in that Wizard and Glass. He goes to his town and it's basically Mexico. Like, oh, shit. The, yeah, they have Spanish words. I could, I could, it could actually work. But I would be annoyed because Roland is not fucking Puerto Rican. And it would right. change. It would completely change. And it changes. Granted, there's there's things that, uh, that doesn't matter if you change the, 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 the race of the person. It just doesn't matter. James like, Vaughn. Yeah, you can make. Doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Doesn't I would. F- I actually. You know what? I would fucking love to see Eris, Idris Elba as. You know. Uh, you know Bond. what they're gonna do if he does do James Bond. They're gonna. This is how they're gonna flip it and have a black James Bond. Like it fucking matters. But matter. James Bond, 007, is a cover. So any agent can be James Bond 007. That's their designation of what who's undercover at that op or whatever. Right. Right. It doesn't. It's just whoever. It could be a yeah, tick. It's not I'm a sure natural person named James com- Bond. I'm sure it's coming. James yeah, no, Bond is going to be a girl. Awesome. I think that's an awesome idea. That so, it's just a cover name. So whoever is getting all pissed about me saying that about me just being disappointed about Idris Elba, keep that in mind. I don't fucking care. It's not that he's black. It's that it changes the storyline. Yeah. And if you go, well, that's not Integral as important. Parts of the story. You're right. But it changes a lot of it. It. Um, there's this uh, lady. Why is the that, man in black got to be a white guy? Why is it got to be the white devil? Huh? Well, why, you why know can't what? It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter because it's what's written. And but, but what fucking pisses me. And, and you know what? When I went to see the movie, I actually went on it because here's the thing. So the Dark Tower sits in the middle of everything. Middle of the right? universe. The middle of the universe. It holds everything we know together. Now, there's beams that come out. I think there's six, so there's 12. It goes 12 12 ways, but there's six beams that go across, right? The Dark Tower is the intersection. Yeah, the Dark Tower is where they all intersect. And then there's a beam of the turtle and the bear and the hare and the, I think, The hare being the rabbit. Right. So... It right. is in the beam of the turtle. And that's why uh, if you read uh, it, there's a lot of um, mentions of, of turtle and the turtle helps the kids. And because the turtle is the guardian of that particular beam. Now, the gunslinger and all of those books... Are, I believe it's, uh, they are in the beam of the bear and they actually run into Chardik which is this dude it is such a great scene um, there's a giant 
like 400, 300 feet giant bear that they run into. And, uh, and it's a mechanical bear. And uh, I can't recommend enough that you fucking read those books. Cause they are, I'm telling you, like I'm almost to the end of the last book. And you know what I'm going to do? Right. Fucking start again. Oh, shit. And again, and, I, and I'm going to tell you this. You don't care because you, you're about the only person that really doesn't care. So if, re- if, if <laughs> people don't want to hear about this, about anything about the, the Dark Tower, please stop listening to to this right now jump ahead if you don't care then listen because this is really fucking cool the Roland finally gets to the dark tower and it's just him stuff happens to other people doesn't matter he there's a scene dude that is what keeps me reading this there's a scene now you've read seven books he is he uh um in the first book, he has the little kid Jake. Have you have you watched the movie? Yeah. yeah. So in the in the I in like the guns, it, but oh, I don't it know, wasn't. I don't that, know the book. Exactly. So. If you don't know the book, it doesn't matter. It's pretty okay. And, oh, the, and like actually, I said about X Men, the movies suck. Yeah. If but, oh, but I know the comics, you know that's X-Men. why they suck. But my exactly. dad, my and my kid love them. Yeah, I never I'm read a pile of shit. I never read any X Men. Fuck Brian Singer. So I loved. So I loved it. And that's how it is with 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 uh, the Dark Tower. So they he, there's there's a point where is Matthew McConaughey and and Roland Idris Elba and that kid Jake and right. they're inside this mountain. There's like a rail uh, uh, railroad tracks and there's all these mutant people that are coming to kill them. Right. And Jake falls and. Roland has him in his hand and Matthew McConaughey tells Roland, hey, you only have two choices. You either come to me and I'll tell you something that will help you in your quest to the tower or you let the kid go because if you don't let him go, you're going to die You're not, and you're not going to get to talk to me and I'm going to tell you very important information about the tower. So pick, is it either the boy or the tower? And he looks at the boy, and this is like monumental line. And he goes, "Go on then." This is Jake telling Roland, "Go on then. There are other worlds than these." And Roland lets him go. Fucking kid drops to his death, and Roland takes off. That's how fucking dude. Everything that he does is to for the tower, right? Right. And dude, all his best friends, all the friends that. Um, he had in that wizarding glass when he went to that town that looks like Mexico. He had like really good Cuthbert and Alan. All those people are dead. They died along the way. All the people that he meets, everyone that he comes in contact with, he killed a whole town that uh, that of tall. He went in like fucking Clint Eastwood, killed fucking everyone. That guy, he is a fucking badass, right? But people that he loved, he is seen killed, right? So he stands there, dude, and he names every single person. He's like, my name is Roland of Gilead, son of Stephen, and I come, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I come in the name of Eddie Dean of New York, blah, blah, blah. I come of Susanna. Dude. Names off everybody that's died. Dude. And when he gets to fucking Jake, that kid, you're fucking 
crying like a little girl, dude, because it is so fucking powerful. And he's like, you know, I come in the name of Jake Chambers, him of New York, whom I I love as my son. How and long like, is that fucking little speech? Dude, it's, it's like a, it's like a that... page and a half, dude, and it is. One of some of the most powerful shit I have ever read in my life. So he goes, reads those off. What are you looking up? Uh, I was seeing fucking, I wanted to bring this up. I've had it bookmarked here and I haven't read it yet, but it's no good. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's a busted rumor. Uh, so he gets to the tower. He gets up there. I think he... He it, it's a field of roses right in front of the tower. He gets up to the tower. He walks in a room. And oh, by the way, the the very beginning of the book, he's in the desert on the very first one. He's in the desert, and I think his mule died, and he's basically yeah. walking through the desert to get to this other town. He walks in this room. He's in the desert, and he gets off the ground. And he heads to the town. So you've read all this, dude. He gets to the top of the tower and goes fucking back to the beginning again. And he's got a fucking... He's got a rose in his fucking... In his bag. And he starts again, dude. What? Yeah. Yep. Tripping balls. Dude, (laughs) this whole thing, which is why you fucking read it again. You're like, dude, and I'm telling you, Stephen King is fucking brilliant. And if you get it and you really get into it, I see it like every time I read it, it's a different, it's like a different story that I'm reading. Yeah, do it. So it makes it each time I read it, it's a different time to the tower. It's a different and I'm different and Roland's different. You're it. interpreting things that you have happened in your life to what's in the story, and you, you're drawing parallels and conclusions to other shit that's going on to the story, even though it's the same fucking stories. The words haven't morphed or changed. It's your experiences in life that are changing the story in your head yep. for you. Dude, how fucking badass is that? People hate it. There are people that fucking hate that ending. I thought it was perfect, and but it's not. He's different, and so which is the 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 thing about Idris Elba me not having an issue because somebody put it this way the Gunslinger and all those other books they took place on the beam of the bear right. and the uh, Idris Elba Roland is on the beam of the turtle because when he's if you uh, in the movie mm-hmm. there's freaking you see the you see the turtle, and right. you, you see uh, Pennywise the clown, mm-hmm. and um, all this stuff, which is all from a different fucking. It's a different universe. So this is a completely different Roland. This is a. a it's a, the same Roland, just a. It's different the same shell. Roland, but it's just a different. He's a yeah, different shell. It's a different. It's an alternate universe. Right. And so that makes sense, and in, in that, in that way, it worked for me. If you get granted, they don't fucking explain it, and no. nobody that has ever read anything about this will get it. But I get it, and I'm fine. What gets me is that I want to fucking see that story told. I want right. to see Roland cross the desert and fucking go kill all them fucking people in that town and drop Jake again and go face freaking. Okay, the man so if they do that, and you got. 
Roland on the beam of the turtle. Mm-hmm. And let's say you got Roland on the beam of the bear. Mm-hmm. What happens when they meet each other? He's essentially meeting himself, but they, he looks completely different. But different people, yeah. And he has a totally different experience, but he knows everything that the other one knows. And the other one knows everything he knows because they're essentially the same person, just a different yeah. shell. You want to hear something else fucking trippy? What? They get to... Yeah, it was Wolves of the Kala, and there's a priest there. His name Catholic is Fa- priest? Yep. Oh, his, name is, boys. his name is Father Callahan. Uh-huh. And he showed up there when he... We eventually find out he showed up there when he died after his experience in this little place called Salem Slot. Oh, shit. So is that right next is, to the pet cemetery? He is the father, Callahan, from from uh, Salem Slot. And he's part of the of their cat. And they they get to, uh, the, eventually later in the book, they go through this door and they get to our world. And there's this book dealer. And this book dealer makes him take this freaking bookshelf back to this other wall because it's going to get destroyed, blah, blah, blah. They open this box and there's a book and it's called Salem Salem Slot and they open it up and Father Callahan starts reading it and he's like that's 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 me that fucking that's my life fucking written there what the fuck is going on and he's like yeah dude it's so fucking trippy they get back through it and they fucking meet Stephen King what yeah dude it is fucking cuckoo dude and that I always thought that if they when they do the movie what? they have to get they have to get Joe Hill to play Stephen King because he looks just like fucking Stephen King. Oh yeah. Yep. Wouldn't that oh, be awesome? Fucking oh, fuck yeah. Oh my god. Fuck yeah. And people hated that. I think it's fucking brilliant. And he was like, Why not? Ah, uh, and I just uh, two days ago I read that that scene. Roland, like Stephen King sees Roland. And he's like, fucking, his eyes go wide and he starts fucking running. He's like, fuck this. He's like, you're not real. You're not real. I he's made like, you up. Yeah. He's like, you know who I am? He's like, fuck yeah, I know who you are. I know what you're, you're going to do. Yeah. You're rolling of Gilead and you're fucking, you're scary motherfucker. And he's like, yeah, you need to. So, and so it all comes, dude, it's so beautiful. All, it comes into play. Remember Stephen King almost getting killed, run over by a car, whatever. Yeah. That's part of the book. And it's because the Crimson King has been trying to kill Stephen King all of his life because he made the tower. All of this is made by him, and by killing Stephen King, he he can bring it gets closer to bringing down the tower. So they have to try and find. And actually, so Stephen essentially, King, Stephen King is right in this universe, yeah. and this guy is trying to stop him because whatever he writes come is happens in it's, this universe. Yeah, he's writing about shit that's real. About shit, he doesn't think it's real, but it's, it's in it's, another universe. It's made up to us. It's Correct. just a story to us, but it's actually taking place in another somewhere in an parallel universe. universe or whatever. Yeah. How fucking awesome is that, dude? Fuck, dude that's a mind trip, and I'm not even fucking on mushrooms, dude. I am telling you, if you and they're doing it, uh, and I'm telling you that the the comic books are fucking spot on, and I highly recommend it. Um, I was thinking about picking up uh, Gunslinger, the, the graphic novel. Dude, I'll fucking get it up. for you, man. I, I, I live to turn people onto that shit. I got it. Um, I have three versions of it, and I have them all signed by Jay Lee. 
Um, he did oh, all I the artwork. I just did it um, at Emerald City Comic Con, which I wanted to talk to you about. But Jesus Christ, we've been, you know, an hour solid on the fucking yeah. <laughs> on Dark Tower. But it is fucking, no, you know, it's a solid fucking thirty minutes on you and getting shot down by your wife the first time she met you, and then another. <laughs> but dude it was it is it's some powerful shit and i can't tell you enough how important that work is and how how good it is and it's the it's the best shit i've ever i ever read man i i highly recommend it and like i said all the shit that they bring in they waste put together i, I get it some people find it hacky that he puts himself in the book I thought it was brilliant. It I, was. I, I won't say it's hacky. I'm gonna say, I never would have saw that coming. Would I have done it? Probably not. Yeah. I don't know if I would have put King, me though. in there personally or make a character up as the author who's writing these and everything. But it's kind of cool that he, the author that's writing him is Stephen King. So Stephen King is the guy in the story. Right. Makes but sense. It, but it's cool because he doesn't go, hey, and then he meets Stephen King, this amazing author that is just about the best, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, this fucking alcoholic guy. He's, you can tell this motherfucker just drank eight beers as they were talking. He's like, he's got a bit of a problem. And he's like... Well, that, and he's afraid of rolling, too. Yeah, it, they don't make... He doesn't make himself look good for no. by any means. And it is... Dude, it's fucking amazing. It's fucking amazing. And uh, I got a chance to to meet Jay Lee and get that shit signed. And uh, I posted on Instagram on our, uh, our Instagram uh, account. You can see a picture of Jay Lee. Uh, love Jay Lee. Ah, uh, dude, it's so good, man. I can't tell. Uh, love that shit. And Jim Lee too. Yeah, Jim Lee's pretty cool too. But that, dude, I wish you had made it to to ECC. That was. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, I had ticket for you and everything. You fuck. I know. I had work. That's how fuck, shit happens. Works for the birds, dude. Well, tell me about it. Let's get independently so, wealthy by writing a movie, and then we'll fucking not have to worry about working. Real quick, man. Okay, what do you got? I right? have um, um, things that I want to ask you if you're watching, and things that I'm geeking out about uh, recently. Okay. Um, just last night, Atypical. Have you watched this? I've heard of it. Wait, is that the um, kid on Netflix that has? Uh, yes. Autism. on the uh, yes on the spectrum yeah i've watched it I, michael was, michael Rappaport, i was watching one episode and him and his buddies left and i burned through the rest of that the series <laughs> it's so good it's so watchable so funny oh it's funnier and shit uh well written and michael Rappaport has probably the ah, best michael Rappaport's fucking, hilarious he's the best dude which i also on a side note i started listening to his podcast oh yeah uh and uh, he had Joey Diaz uh, the other day, and mm-hmm. those two together, and Joey Diaz and um, and Totoro, um, Nick nah, Totoro, and Nick Totoro, those three, yeah. holy shit, dude! And oh, they're yeah. all fucking from, high as shit. Oh, dude, they're uh, they're all from you know all Brooklyn guys or whatever. They're like, yeah. uh, it's unbelievable. So anyway, uh, anybody who actually listens to this, uh, I highly recommend it. Atypical, atypical, uh huh. Um, also, have you have you watched uh, Mute? No, I haven't yet. Um, it has, list. yeah, it has the guy from uh, True Blood. Alexander um, Skarsgård. Yeah, Skarsgård. Guy from uh, actually the first time I saw him was in uh, Generation Kill on HBO. Right, unbelievable. Real, actually, a decent. Oh, and it has a uh, 
Rudd, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Fant- with freaking, you know, giant uh, giant mustache. Looks fucking cool as giant shit. Giant 70s porn stash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, a bunch of really cool people. It's a fantastic little super tight hour and a half movie. It goes in, does what it does. Come, uh, very satisfying. I might recommend. watch it when we get done with this. I got it on my queue. I just haven't got to it oh, Dude, you will never. I'm trying to burn through Narcos. I got. I'm on season three, like two episodes left. Really? Yeah. That's that's another one that is. I'm learning Spanish that way. Jesus uh, Christ. Dude, it's freaking. Oh, but uh, what's his face is dead at that point, yeah. Uh, Pablo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's already dead. It's, They're taking down the, the Cali one. cartel now. They're taking down all the little buddies he had. I know. I can't wait for the next season if they if they actually do it. Um, one thing that I kept meaning to tell you, um, magicians. Have you? I oh, yeah. watched Magicians. I watched season one. Uh, season two is on Netflix right now. I'm going to watch that because season three is airing on sci-fi. Yeah, I, I'm i uh, cut up. I just watched the last one two days ago. Um, fantastic series. I think that very last season, the third, was okay. It's not the best one yet. Those first two seasons are freaking unbelievable. But God, that little cute uh, blunt chick. Oh, Holy yeah. shit, man. Oh, she does... She does it all for me. She's like, uh, she's like a, a, a freaking Alabama Whirly. She's like freaking oh, Patricia Arquette. Seriously, tastes like a peach. Oh my god, just like a goddamn peach. Mm. Boy was right. Tastes like a peach. Right. By the way, best scene in any movie ever. Oh, that Hopper and Walking are going off. Yeah, the freaking uh, eggplant. Well, let me tell scene. you something. <laughs> you tell me if I'm lying. Oh. God damn it. Am I lying? Oh, look at this guy. No. no. And you're a cantaloupe. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I digress. Walking Dead. Um, holy shit. Down. At this point, I'm just watching it because I'm so... You've already put that much time into it. You might yeah, I have to. That's another show that... Okay, I stopped watching right before the, the season where they... Uh, take on the saviors mm. so that'd be it season it does, seven it doesn't even matter it um they hadn't formed the union with uh hilltop or the kingdom yet right they, they, they had people there but they hadn't been so all buddy buddy with them so i think that's season seven so I need yeah, to watch. you're you're a oh, season that, behind because season eight's airing right now right and i haven't watched any of seven it's okay it's watchable and I just it's just okay uh, like I said I'm not I'm not crazy about it it could be so much better I think they went too long um, they probably should have ended it a while back um, Krypton no I watched an episode of that and I'm like fuck this um, it's okay it's actually it could I, the thing is that I went in it with very low expectations and after watching it and it wasn't bad it wasn't it wasn't bad uh, we get to see Adam Strange, which I've never seen him in anything. No. Um, and uh, it's a cool premise. Um, I'm excited. So I'm, at, I'm two episodes into it. Uh, it's okay. I watched uh, the first one and was like, I'm out. Really? Yeah. Maybe. I, I mean, sometimes, I mean, I've had people say you need to watch it. And I'm like, you know, watch shows or whatever. And they go give it a two or three episodes. And, you know, it starts to get its legs and pick up. But I'm like, I don't know if I can do it there's, with it. Yeah, there's better stuff out there that you can, you know, spend an hour on. Yeah. Like, um, oh God, Here, hold on. I got, actually I pulled it up. It's, dude, Netflix has these, uh, 
original original series that it is just fantastic. You just um, like shot in the dark. Have you watched that? No. Um, it is. Remember Nightcrawler mm-hmm. with Jalen uh, Hall. Jalen Hall. So it's that, but real life. Oh, really? Like real people. So in the very first oh, episode. So it's more of a documentary kind of. Yeah, it's, documentary. It's, 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 it's a uh, yes, it's a uh, how do you go um, like uh, the real life type shit, you know? Okay. So like the very first episode, at the end of it or the second episode, they have this guy. He's trying to get to this fire. Everybody's trying to fight to get to this thing, and he's late. And he's on the one on one. He's not gonna make it. And as he's driving, he sees this suburban stopped in the middle of the carpool lane and 101 and he pulls across from and he's sitting there he's he's talking to the camera you know that's fucking blah 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 this is so you know i'm not gonna make it but this guy's sitting there this is not good so he starts he puts the camera on it and sees all these cars fucking almost hit this car and he sits there and they they keep going back to you know what the fire and the guy's like oh this is the shot of the night this this uh, public transportation bus that's on fire blah it's great cut back to the guy it's like yeah blah blah he's all pissed about it and as he's talking the lights on the suburban go out so this black suburban in the middle of the night in the fast lane with no lights. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. Get the camera on that. Oh, he's had the camera on it the whole time. Oh, shit. Dude. So fucking horrific, dude. And he's he's right there. But not only that, it happens. He fucking grabs his camera, crosses four lanes of 101 or five lanes, and fucking digs the guy out of the car, saves the guy's life. He's fucking burnt. He puts the camera down. Some other guy uh, is shooting him, saving this other guy. Right. And this guy's fucking... It's like, I just saved that guy's life. I just saved this guy's life. He could have died. He was right in front of me. And I'm shooting. What the fuck am I doing? And, dude, that's the first first episode. That's the first episode. Shot, shot oh, in the shit. dark. I would check it out. You, okay. there's, they have a bunch of douchebags. It's uh, See, so there's, there's all their stuff that, you know, that are worth watching that you don't you know that you don't need to watch this fucking bullshit so um there's also uh santa clarita diet that uh, um haven't watched that it is on my queue i it's one of those i could probably it's 10 episodes i could probably burn through that in a weekend well it's on the second it's on the second season now yeah i highly recommend it it's very campy um once i like olifanto i like oh dude i can watch that guy fucking do anything He's one of my favorite all time. Did you watch him on Justified, the FX series. Dude, he had? are you kidding me? That fucking was I am, awesome, dude. I am the biggest Deadwood fan. Shit, yeah, dude. And I think Ian McAllen should be on every TV show or movie ever made. Who? Uh, cocksucker, dude. Fucking Ian McShane. Surgeon. Yeah, Ian McShane. Sorry, Ian McShane. That guy's fucking. So I. Winston as as, from John Wick. Oh my God! He runs the Continental. Seriously, dude, come on, that guy is fucking unbelievable. I watched him like uh, uh, talk shows, and mm-hmm. the talk show host was, "Could you, could you please call me a cocksucker?" 
<laughs> Dude, he's unbelievable. Anyway, so I watched Justified. Someday you should check out everyone that has been in that show that was from Deadwood. Fucking so many. Dan uh, was in it. Dan, he's the fat guy from yeah. Uh, Jin's guy. Oh no, he brought a bunch of people over from Deadwood Dude, to be in that series. It was unbelievable, and I love. He's an executive producer. It is to do it. I I will fucking bet good money on anyone. Dead. There's no better TV show ever than Deadwood, and I can't believe that she got canceled. No. But I digress. Well, it Just, got canceled. Fucking stupidest ending ever. Dude, no, it wasn't. It's the thing, dude. They stopped when fucking Teddy Roosevelt was good friends with uh, Bullock. Right. He lived sure. in Deadwood. Huh? Who wouldn't fucking watch that? Who? Uh, oh, shit. Fucking um, Caleb Carr. Uh, God damn it. Not Devil in the Night. Not Devil in the White City. The Alienist. I haven't watched that. Oh, my God. It's on TBS, right? I don't know what it is. No. History Channel or some shit, dude. It is it's fucking... FX. It just ended. Um, Caleb Carr. I read that book way back when. If you're listening to this, please do yourself a favor. Go watch The Alienist. It's about psychological profiling in the 1800s. That's how the shit is the first person to do that. The the reason why I, I connected those two, Deadwood, and that is because Teddy Roosevelt was the police... Um, commissioner in new york city oh yeah so it highly recommended just fan fucking tastic uh tv series highly recommended okay um, you see have you seen john wick yeah of course have you seen john wick too yep okay i'm gonna make a prediction now we're gonna have okay. it on it's gonna be recorded it's fucking for everyone yeah. here yeah today the he 7th is, of april yes um john's now excommunicado mm-hmm. it's kill on site there's yep. a contract out on him Yep. At the and end of that no, movie, and it has no. He has no friends. He has no. There's resources. no. What is that called? That place where you're the safe. The, the continental. Yeah. So, at the end of the movie, everyone's phone starts ringing because the contract's going out on him. Yeah. And he starts running with his dog, taking off. Yeah. And they flash to four people. One, two, three people. If you're not counting Winston, once it goes off, it goes off on, and they flash to um, Lawrence Fishburne. John Leguizamo, and the Italian guy that runs the Continental in Italy. Those are going to be the three guys that help John in John Wick 3. Yeah, because they... That and was I the think thing. Winston's even going to help him a little bit, even uh, though he's been excommunicado, because he likes John. He knows why John did it. He goes, I had to finish it. No, exactly. And he I, understood it. And the best line in that movie is like, Jonathan, what have you done? Mm-hmm. Knowing you just signed your own fucking death warrant and you don't care. He's so bad, so, dude. That's right you know, there. I'm making the prediction. Those that, three guys, four guys yeah, are going to help him. That movie, people complain about it, but it's not Why? fucking, it's not like the uh, Casablanca or some Oscar. shit. It's an action movie, and as an action movie, that thing hits every Nailed fucking it. point. And it is, it is, it is what it is. And they nailed it, dude. That fucking, oh, yeah. They fucking nailed it. And Chad Stahalski, dude, the, the director, 
and he was the stunt coordinator for fucking uh, The Crow. He was Brandon Lee's stunt double in The Crow. Damn, I know. And he, he, he trains Jeet Kune Do with Brandon, and his sparring partner is Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I see, you saw that video of him freaking uh, doing his Dude, Keanu Reeves doing his own fucking stunts in this fucking movie. He's fucking badass, dude. Come on now. People want to talk shit about Keanu and how he's such a shitty actor. I'm like, are you shitting me? One of my favorite movies is Point Break. Um, Just for what it is. Yeah, Point Break. How many many awesome movies? Bill and Ted's. Fucking Matrix. Come on, man. The Matrix changed cinema. The first moon, I'll give it that. The second two, we're kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? No, no, no. Matrix. I said the the Matrix. Okay. I don't know if you meant the trilogy or not. No. The Matrix. That movie. First one's amazing. Dude, it fucking changed my life, dude. That fucking movie. But, dude. Um, fuck, what was it? Oh, god damn it. I saw the previews for the Lost in Space. Oh, April 13th Holy on Netflix. Holy shit, dude. I'm and on Netflix. Come on now. Um, stoked on that. Oh, my God. So amazing. Danger Will um, Robinson. As long oh, as they got that fucking, line in there, that's dude, all I care. I got fucking goosebumps when I heard that shit. Um, I don't know if you've watched... Um, I never watched the original series. I'll put that out there. It was a little older than me. Oh, uh, see... But I know it. I mean, I've watched it, but I didn't watch it as it aired because I wasn't even around. Obviously, you weren't alive when it aired. But uh, in Puerto Rico, they would have, you know, all that shows. So I watched all of that shit, black oh, yeah. and white. And it well, was amazing. Like Star Trek, it was great. Dude. I wasn't alive when it was airing, but, but I've watched watch every episode. Yeah. I've watched episodes as Lost in Space because it, spa- it was a sci-fi show. And I, that's what I liked growing up, was sci-fi shit. Yeah. So I'm kind of stoked that they're kind of updating it. I didn't even mind the movie. It was, uh, yeah, everybody, that's another one. Everybody Doing complained. shit on that movie. That fucking was a nice little Joey from France. Shit, it was fucking yeah. awesome. And fucking Gary Oldman. Yeah, dude, that guy could fucking do, seriously, can he? Gary Oldman's a pimp. Anything, dude. Say. What can't he do? Uh, I want to see is, him play a gay guy. I want to I say, I'm sure he has. Uh, I want to say he is probably, safely, best actor working today. I'll say most versatile actor. Dude. You can take any role and give it that little whatever that he does to a character that you Who don't forget. Or the professional is a Drexel, <laughs> right? Dude, he played a black guy, a white guy trying to be black uh, with dreads. Oh come on now, dude, and pulls it off. He's like, oh yeah, and I know I'm pretty. Brian is pretty as a couple of titties. Ah, come on, man. <laughs> but in true Charlie honor, when, Bronson here. When Clarence dropped that line on him. And saying, yeah, you mean looking at them titties. I have to look at those titties because I know what movie that is, blah, blah, blah. And I ain't eating those noodles because I ain't hungry. Oh, I have uh, my, piece oh, my. Mind, my piece of mind only. Oh, yeah. my God. Must think it's white boy. Charlie Bronson here. Motherfucking Charlie Bronson. Motherfucker, think it's white boy day. Anyway, fucking true romance. For the love of Christ, anybody that's listening to this, if you've never watched True Romance, another one I was I want to say is probably the best thing that Tarantino has written. I think he it's wrote it, better. But not on he wrote it, but no, Tony he, Scott changed the ending, and so Quentin Tarantino took his fucking name off it. You know what? I watched the Tarantino cut, mm-hmm. and it sucked, dude. Okay. If Stacy Linderman's listening to this, this is for you, hon. I played it. I'm like, I'm telling them. True Romance. Best fucking movie ever. You have to watch it. I borrowed it from a torrent. and you Gave it back I, when you were done? Yeah, it was uh, the Tarantino cut. Dude. Okay. Dog shit. 
it is so bad and it completely it's a different movie they changed everything the way set up freaking uh Samuel L. Jackson, by the way, who's great with oh, yeah. with our little cousin Kyle watching this and Samuel L. Jackson talking about in pussy for about eight and a half minutes. Yeah. And it was fucking horrific. They changed the ending. They changed well, the it. ending's supposed to change because yeah, but it was, dies. Yeah, but it was so it was so much better. The original movie, I uh right what's his name? Um Ah, fuck, I can't remember his name. Ry- yeah. Not Riley. Who? The director of um, True Romance. Tony Scott. Tony Scott. He And he died. He's died since. He uh, committed suicide. Committed suicide. Anyway, highly recommended. Do not get the director's cut or nothing. Get the original. Best, one of the best movies. Fucking the best cast. Is well, there the- any best? Better the only cast reason movie? that I didn't like the ending is, and it's not that I don't like the ending. I mean, I love that movie, but it doesn't tie it into the other movies because in Reservoir Dogs, Mr. White is talking about his sweet new fiance yeah, Alabama. Alabama, because Mr. White hooks up with Alabama because Clarence dies in the gunfight and he meets Alabama when she's on the run. She's a nice little thief, and so that's how. And literally, all his stories tie together. Yeah, but when you don't kill fucking Bama. Clarence, now uh, maybe he died later. But uh, whatever, I'm just saying. Yeah. That's and that's what pissed Tarantino off. Yeah, but it was so good, dude. I don't know. Oh, I, I love that. I movie. fucking loved it. Patricia Arquette is the Slater, most beautiful fucking woman ever. I just fucking love her. I uh just dude and our friend uh Anderson Cowan, yeah, who we had on the podcast, he said that he went to some movie premiere that has Nicolas Cage and all the, some other people. And he went outside to smoke, All right. and fucking Patricia Arquette came out, and he lit her cigarette. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <sighs> she is so, so, so fine. Uh, anyway. So what else you got for me? Um, Jessica Jones. Have, did you get into that again? No. Don't. Um, I, um, season, I didn't really I like can't the first s- one. Yeah, I, but that I set up Luke Cage, so I kind of watched it. Right. But the second one, I'm just like, fuck this. I mean, I, Christian Ritter's hot. Don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah, fuck. Really, Jessica Jones, do something. You like to drink it, and fuck. It, she's annoying as drink, fuck, dude. Fight. And I would, I would see. I don't know. I just don't care. It's, it's better to me than, um, definitely than Defenders or whatever. That Defenders just, was. Oh, a, they shut. They shit the bed on that. Shit. I don't know how. I knew that was writing. They had, made. Daredevil lame, which is Daredevil is probably the best Marvel show out there. And, and everyone shit on it. I liked Iron Fist. I didn't, it was a, it was it a was slow okay. burn. I watched every single one. I've, I've yeah. met, I haven't read. Uh, I haven't watched uh, Luke Cage, and I read. I watched the shit out of Iron Fist. It was okay. Anyway, don't. It's okay. Um, dude, this uh, Wednesday, Amazing Spider Man seven ninety eight came out. And oh, it's uh, okay. Red Red Goblin is a uh, uh, origin of the Red Goblin. What's that? Exactly, some new villain, and it's supposed to be the hottest thing out there. Ever. I couldn't. Yeah, I, it's like the new, <clears throat> newest, hottest comic book you can get. I I had to go online and order two for ten bucks a piece. Um, yeah, brand new. The day came out, it was already ten bucks. What the fuck is the comic industry? You see, this is why I, I don't, don't do. Know. This is why I don't do issues. I, I do trades only. No, 
but that's the thing, dude. I'm I'm all about the business, and um um, I got a sweet sweet uh, Batman Who Laughs. Right. Um, but James Tyrion was in um, at the Emerald City Comic Con, and I got a perfect, what looks like a perfect copy. Got him to sign it, a metal version. Got it, grade it. Came back nine point eight. Um, um, I have it up for two hundred and fifty. Oh, this is what I was gonna bring up. There's a new one coming out. It's on Netflix right now called The Outsider with Jared Leto. Yeah, a white boy getting was, the Yakuza. Yep, yep. I, I was planning on watching that tonight. There's another one called uh, Troy Fall of the City. That nice. actually looks. I like that kind of you know Roman shit. Mm-hmm. And then this one just popped up. It's called The Titan with uh, Sam Worthington. Also saw that, yeah. That looks pretty good. Well, there's a couple I want to watch that, I mean, my fucking list of what I want to watch goes from everything. Like, oh, there's Travelers. Haven't watched that. I like the premise of the idea. Dude, Half amazing. Have you, Travelers is? You haven't watched it? No. Amazing. And especially the, the first season. Okay. Amazing premise. Fucking great cast. I highly recommend it. Other than, um, have you watched Mindhunter? No. Oh, my God. Okay. Get Whatever it. it is that you have planned. Yeah. Fucking go watch Get over it. Mindhunter. Yeah. It is one of the best. In, um, our friends from uh, True Crime Garage, um, okay. they, they're they all over this. And it's their high, the, the most recommended thing on TV right now. Um, okay. My Hunter only have the, the the one season, but the thing about it is that got me. I'm last year I got into a giant kick on um, true crime uh, podcast and anything true crime books and all that. I listened to so much stuff, and one of the things that I wa- that I listened to was a interview that the serial killer. Um, made they had this freaking interview with him and he sat down and he tells you the things he did how he felt about it blah 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 very and he sounds you know it's like sounds like a reasonable just like me and you speaking right just all about of that people. all of that shit that i listen to right. is done in mind hunter it's the what mind hunter is is the story of the people that figured out we need to talk to serial killers and figure out what the oh, fuck they're of, doing and what exactly shit. there oh, okay. was no none of that has to the I I apologize that I don't remember but I wasn't thinking about uh, mentioning this but is the the woman from oh god it's not the X Files so it's the the better X Files um, the better X Files it's the oh god damn it it's the newer show um what it's uh, the, the show is basically like X-Files and there's the, oh god damn it ah uh, crap anyway here uh, I'll look up that lady Anna Torv you're talking yeah, about yeah Anna Torv yeah she what was she in Fringe Fringe show is awesome Dude, it was it was it, it was X Files, except they took all the shit, all Out the crap it. that's no good of X Files, and kept right. the rest. Oh, dude, I'm looking at it right now. 
exec one of the executive producers of fucking Mindhunter. Well, besides David Fincher, it's fucking yeah. Charlize Theron. Yep, I oh. am telling you, dude, it is so good. And that guy that I was listening to, his okay. name is Kemper, and he is one of the main characters on this show. And the dude oh. um. that's playing Kemper looks and sounds just like him. And it is, Chad, I am telling you, you need to make that your number one priority is to watch this fucking show. Okay. It's not, it's not like fucking shoot him up and all action packed shit, but it is the most interesting shit you're going to watch. Takes place late 70s. Yep. Early yep. 80s. And they have a sneak peek, which I fucking loved. See if you catch it. Next time we do a podcast and okay. you and you watch it, if you catch, if you figure it out, who who they see. There's a, like almost always kind of towards the end, they show you this guy doing something. Okay. Like in a house doing X. And it's setting up because this fucking guy is something big and but they never they never tell you who he is oh. they never explain why they're showing you this and it'll be like you see a guy he's in a living room and he does this thing blah 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 has nothing is not connected to the show in any way other than it, I love it shadowing to who they're going after and who they actually use who all this, this shit guy, on the who this guy down. is and I knew the second I saw him I'm like oh my god dude that's ah uh, Kaczynski Huh? Ted Kaczynski? The no, Unabomber? No, 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 no. That guy was a genius. Worse. Worse. Oh. Yeah, worse than worse. him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, no. No. Okay. Um, and that's uh, it. Uh, that's that. it. Those are my recommendations for uh, Netflix and and whatnot. And um, go check it out. And um, we have still, we have um, guys from the Losers Club. We should have them later. Uh, this month, okay. they've been they've been super busy and there's stuff going on over there. Um, we also talked to Jonathan Maberry, uh, creator of um, Patient uh, Zero, Ooh. Um, and a bunch of other uh, V Wars comic book, and um, a bunch of other things. Um, he's coming on the podcast in the next month or so. Um, Where I'm hoping to get our Baltazar on the show again. Oh yeah. And um I need to get Dave on again. Good. Yeah, absolutely. I want to hear what Mr. he has Bella to say. Bia. I want to hear him defend Trump there for a little bit. Try to. <laughs> uh he doesn't give a fuck, dude. That guy's and, awesome. and I'm this is my only little political point I'll make is the fact that um we need to lower taxes on corporations and then they lower the taxes on corporations and Trump turns around and starts bitching that Amazon isn't paying enough taxes. Hey, yeah. don't fuck. You just lowered the taxes for him. Why? Of You're course I'm not paying as much tax, you stupid fuck. That guy is such a fucking dummy. It's unbelievable. It's not, yeah. Now you're bitching about them not paying taxes. Well, you just gave him a fucking multi-billion dollar tax break, you dickhead. <laughs> and now you're bitching about them not paying taxes. You fucking stupid dolt. You dumbass. Quit eating paint chips, fucker. Yeah. I don't know how that... I don't know. It's fucking unbelievable. So, yeah. But, yeah, anyway. And I've been listening to a lot of conspiracy theory shows and everything, dude, and some of them are making some points. And it's just like... And it's not just the same guys. It's like three or four I listen to. Just to get an idea of what's going on, what these people are thinking and shit. And they all randomly kind of say the same thing. That there's a bunch of shit going on in the background that 
shit always. goes on this, and it's big smoke screen for what they're always. really doing behind the scenes. Always. It's it it has always been that way. It would always be that way. And it's just this fucking moron is the one doing it now. But guess what? Obama did it. Why yeah. do you think he completely changed his tune the second he got in office? Yeah. So was George Bush. So was hey Bill Clinton. So was Saint Reagan. Fuck that guy. And yeah. so was everybody else. They always have shit that they don't want you to know. Some were better than others about covering that shit and did some good while they were in there. But guess what? We haven't had a good president in a long, long no. time. We're just fucking... The thing about it is now that everything's so transparent and we're so connected now that it's now obvious. But guess what? People would hate John F. Kennedy today. Oh, yeah. He was fucking everything that moved and doing all kinds of drugs. He would he would be hated, yet he was one of our best presidents. Right. If fucking Reagan was president Beloved. today, you would be, they would fucking hate him. Dude, he even had the Iron Contra scandal going on with Ollie North and he Dude, walked away from that. He was free. selling fucking, by the way, yeah. all those people that fucking right. love on him so much, most of the shit that happened because that happened in 9-11 before and since is because of shit that Reagan did. So right. thank you, Saint Reagan. Go fuck yourself wherever the fuck you are. He's in heaven. Where all uh, the other presidents getting go. Getting fucked in the ass on a daily basis, hopefully. Easy now. Ah uh, fuck him, dude. I hate all politicians. And granted, not I'm not saying uh, okay, but don't get me on politicians because I fucking hate them all. Remember your not, blood pressure. Remember your not, blood pressure. Yeah, I am not a Republican. I am not a Democrat. No, I am a fucking American citizen. That I'm I will from. not choose a side. Yeah, I fuck that. And if you go, if you're blinded and you just vote, oh, I'm a Democrat and I just vote to all these people because that's what I am. You're a fucking dummy. And if you do the same thing with the Republicans, you're a fucking dummy. Right. You need to watch because they're all fucking dude the, the better um the best thing that i ever seen was uh uh joey diaz i don't know if you ever seen him he went to alex jones um uh-huh. and he has this rant it is fucking beautiful dude fucking joey diaz's beautiful. rants are beautiful regardless of what they're about dude that guy i was i was sorry i'm just gonna keep going fuck it i don't give a fuck um they i was talking to uh tommy comic tom check him out on um uh, Instagram and whatnot has an awesome uh, mystery mail call thing and I'll plug it in later um, him and I were talking and I fucking I just love Joey Diaz and I couldn't put like I, I heard him on on the Joe Rogan podcast and there was something about him I'm like oh, god damn it this guy I don't know what it is I just fucking love him he's the funniest person I've ever yeah. heard he fucking cracks me up so granted if you're easily offended by words and whatnot don't, don't listen, listen to him you're you, you're already offended just by, by hearing his name yeah. you're offended. just trust me you're 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 gonna be offended if you're not and you actually enjoy comedy enjoy the the weirdness of life and you can make fun of the shit that happens in this in somebody that has actually lived like i have and find comedy and these fucked up things that happen you're gonna love him and right. that's the thing I, w- I couldn't put my finger on him like I fucking love this guy man why and as I, th- I started thinking about it I know him I I know like five different guys that if you put them together 
It's him. It's fucking Joey Diaz. And that's why I'm like, oh my God, dude. He doesn't uh, have a filter. Oh my God. And you know, and it's a it's a Spanish thing which I relate to. Um, the, it's just it's just in us. Um, and it the the, what, the reason why I made that connection was he was he was telling a story um, about his daughter and uh, has this little cute daughter blah 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 and she they're playing in the in the playground or whatever and this little girl she's got this ball or something here I think it was took a ball. the rings and ah. Uh, Took the rings from her. Then another right. girl took the rings you, from you, his heart. You listen to it? Yeah. Dude, that's that's Spanish shit, dude. We don't fucking play, dude. And it never occurred to me that that's, that was a thing. It's just that's how I am, dude. I'm fucking protective of my kids and I'm fucking... I'm like, no, 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 no. Fucking go, go get it back from Go get that shit. Yeah, you don't fucking... And he's like, oh, that's not a... That's that's a not a good way to race. Go fuck yourself and give my daughter a fucking ring. I'll go over there and kick your ass. What the fuck's wrong I said with that's you? Not, that's not great parenting. And he goes, oh, great parenting for you, but your kid just come over and take the shit from my yeah, kid. Yeah, and fuck that's you. good. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dude, and it is. And um, I realized there was a... Um, I fucking love... Again, it's a... I don't know if it's a dickish thing and I don't... If people are offended, I'm sorry. This is not... It's not meant to. It's just... I fucking love my kids, man. I, and I went to um, it was Disneyland or some shit. And uh, there was this movie that we were going to go see. It's, you know, you stand in line, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And there's this amphitheater. I, I think it was like a Bug's Life thing or something. Oh, Jesus. And um, we all go to, to go into this theater thing. And this family goes in. And it's fucking this... Spanish guy, he might have been Puerto Rican or something. Very Spanish guy, and he fucking just grabs his kids and sits right in the middle. Where all this like the best spot in the house. That's what I would go for. I'm like, right. I, I never occurred to me if I'm gonna sit, I'll sit around him. And he fucking he grabs his, he sits in the middle, grabs his, no 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 no, come on, sit aquí, sit aquí, tú sit aquí. And some some white lady comes like, sir, could you move? Could you move down? And he's like, no. And fucking, Fuck you. Back. I said it. He's, like, he's like, no, sir. You gotta, you gotta make room. He's like, no, not moving. No, no. Mente, siento aquí. Fuck that girl. No, don't worry about it. Yeah, fuck her. Whatever. I'm like, I was so. I'm like, yeah, dude. I'm like, I get it. I get I, you. I wasn't gonna sit in that awesome spot. I knew that was the best spot in the house. Right. But I can completely relate to that. I'm like, fucking. Go, man. Good for you. No Don't fucking. I'll do the same thing for my kids. You're not gonna fucking take my kids' best seat, dude. Fuck right. you. Uh, Fuck you know that. what I mean? And that's how Joey Diaz is. He's like oh, fucking no. raw, dude. Look like at my family. You're not gonna, I'm gonna fucking take the rings from my kid. Fuck you. That's not. That's how, not how it's done. Now you're cool. I'm gonna be cool for you, dude. Not fucking kill somebody or right. not literally, but literally. If you, if you're you have that connection. <laughs> not with literally, but literally. Yeah. I'll kill someone for you. <laughs> not literally, but literally. No, no, literally. Dude. Not literally. That's what, but literally. The, but that rawness and, and realness comes through. And I just oh, yeah. fucking love that guy. If you haven't heard Joey Diaz, please go check him out. Go do a search for Joey Diaz, Blue Cheese, JRE. It is 
the blue best che- ranch. Blue cheese a fucking mother. Go, it's blue cheese with chicken wings, so go fuck your mother. That's where all this to it, man. Get this ranch shit out of here. <laughs> It's like Fuck you know, you. you know that Ranch is making a comeback. It's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> if Fuck you're a, you. if you're a fucking white trash, you like the taste of ass in your mouth all day. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, it's a, it's such a great. Ah, oh, yeah. Fucking love that guy, dude. And um, so anyway, go check him out. And um, I'm gonna stop ranting now. I've gone slightly over than what we wanted to do, but hey, yeah, what are you gonna happens. do? Um, that was great talking to you, man. I still yeah. have a million things that I didn't get to talk to you about. Um, that Let's stop recording. We'll talk about it for a few. I got something no, no, I'm going to yap at you about. Let's go. Cool. My, my wife is waiting for it. She's probably pissed oh, off. Oh, shit. All but, right. Um, let's do, um, if we can, well, first of all, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next I'll time. And like again. I say, hopefully we'll have uh, uh, either the Losers Club or Jonathan Mayberry or some other awesome author. And uh, thank you for listening as always. And, um, and be good and uh, don't be a dick and, and just you know if you can't be good just be good at it yeah just be kind to somebody man it's all good yeah. we good alright peace we out <laughs>